Hi, I'm April Adams Pertwee. I'm your host of the Inside Story podcast. I've been telling people stories my entire adult life as a broadcast journalist, video producer, and digital storyteller. These days, you can find me at Light Beamers, where I'm building a community of women who are ready to step into their brave by sharing their story with the world. On the Inside Story podcast, I'm bringing you some of the best stories I'm discovering from both the women inside of my community, as well as from around the streets of the internet. Plus, I'm digging deep to share some of my own stories with you along the way. My hope is that these stories will help encourage you to examine your own story so that you can share it with other people. I have a motto at Light Beamers. When we share our stories, we shine a light. So with that in mind, let's get down to business today and share the light found in this episode. Hello, 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 friends. Welcome to the Inside Story Podcast. I'm your host, April Adams Pertwee. And if my voice sounds a little tired to you today, it is because my voice is tired. (laughs) I am coming off um, quite the grand adventure over the summer. And um, I'm back home this week after just a very lengthy schedule of travel. Part of it had to do with vacation, but another giant part of it had to do with the fact that as part of Light Beamers, I've been out on the road um, meeting with different people in our community and gathering small groups of people together as part of our summer roadshow series. Now, if you're not familiar with our summer roadshow series, this was just an idea that I had at the beginning of the summer around what would it look like if we just if I just kind of traveled around to different cities where I knew we had pockets of light beamers, we had pockets of women from our community, we had pockets of people who were just engaged in in what we were doing here at Light Beamers, and obviously also included in that is the Inside Story podcast. And we just had these little small gatherings, these mastermind days where we could come together we could you know, meet up with other like-minded women. I, on some occasions, would bring in guest experts or I would lead trainings um, around storytelling and visibility. And we just had really open conversations about what our needs are in our business. Most of these, were, the idea was it would be business women. And we would come together and, and discuss where we are in a business. What are our, some of our goals? What are some of our needs? What are the big asks that we have? And what do we really need to do in order to take the next steps for growth? And so I had set out on a plan to go to six different cities over the course of about two months. And I want to tell you a little bit about what I have learned from doing these in-person events and also what I've learned about about setting such an aggressive goal. (laughs) That was a pretty aggressive goal at the beginning of the summer to try to launch six different roadshows in six different cities in roughly between six to eight weeks. And that was an extremely aggressive goal. So I thought I would share a little bit of insight today 
from the road, literally from the road, although I am back home now and I am back home finally resting and, um, and sort of catching my breath. And I thought this was a good time to share with you guys what I have learned from this experience. And the reason why I felt like this might be valuable for you to listen to is because I do think that we all need to pay attention as to how we are engaging with other people. I do feel like the world that we live in now, which is a post-COVID world, I'm recording this in 2023, the world we live in, is we have gotten more isolated than ever. Even though we're super connected on social media and through all the gadgets, through our phones, text messaging, you know, instantaneous connection with people, we actually are a very lonely population. And I truly believe that we are experiencing a loneliness and isolation epidemic. And I think that what I want to share with you about what I did learn from the road and when I was out meeting with other women and some of the conversations we were having, um, since maybe you weren't there with us in person, you could benefit by leaning in to some of the conversations that we had. And that's what I'm going to share with you today. I also want to share with you what I've learned personally by setting such an aggressive goal, because I think it's important to be real when we have moments when we realize um, things may not be working out the way that we thought they would. And we have moments that we need to redirect and we need to adapt and change because uh, plans and goals may not be going the way that we want. And that was certainly the case for the roadshow. I had to really pivot and make some different plans midway through the roadshow. And I'm going to share with you what that was. But my goal in sharing that is so that you can look at your own goals and maybe paths that you're on and give yourself a break. Give yourself permission to do something differently if it's not working out. And it's okay if it doesn't work out. That does not mean you are a failure. It just means you might need to redirect or take a look at things differently and make some different plans. And, you know, I'm all about storytelling and I just want to share the story for you because I, I believe that in me sharing my story that it will allow you to see something that you maybe have, you may have going on in your life right now that will, um, that will resonate to my own realization around this. Okay. So that's the two things I'm going to share on this episode. It will probably be a shorter episode. We'll see how long I go. I am not scripting this. I don't really have it planned out. These were just the two things that I wanted to share. Okay. I'm going to start with the conversations that we had on the road. So as of this recording, I've had three roadshow events, one in New Jersey, actually Pennsylvania, but it was, it was sort of New Jersey, but New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Um, I had one here in Texas and I had one in South Carolina. And in every single one of those gatherings, each gathering was very different. 
there were six women at each of the gatherings because that was the maximum number of people that I wanted there. I wanted these to be really, really small. I wanted them to be intimate. And um, so they were, they, and, I, and they, they were intimate for a purpose because the purpose is, I believe, when we gather in small groups and small numbers, it facilitates the opportunity for women to feel more comfortable in sharing openly you know, where they are, like sharing their truth of, of what's going on in their life and in their business at the time. And in each of the roadshow events, that was definitely the case. Women did feel very comfortable. They did share very openly and unanimously, <laughs> unanimously across the board at every single event during all of the conversations that we had, there was this desperate sense of, um, of women needing more of this. So we would get through the day, we would have this amazing full day experience. And at the end, every single woman, almost, almost every single woman unanimously was like, I needed this so bad. I needed this so badly. Um, when can we do it again? April, will you plan a reunion trip? Well, can we get together again this fall? I want these women in my life. Um, I need these conversations. And the reason why that was so prevalent is because on a day-to-day -day basis, we're not having these conversations. We are not getting together with a group of people that you feel like you can trust. And, and by and large, most of the people that came to these events did not know each other. So the six women that gathered, gathered with five other strangers. And I believe there was, I believe that was sort of the magic sauce was that they put themselves in a room and where they didn't know everybody. And it almost allowed for the sense of like, well, I can just share whatever because these people don't know me. You know, I'm not going to go back home and and see these people day in and day out. And there was a real relief around that, that you could just, they could just come and be open and, and speak whatever they wanted to say without judgment. You know, nobody was going to be judging them. And what they learned by sharing openly and kind of sharing where they were on their journey and what they were struggling with and what their goals were and, and what they needed was that by and large, and majority of the women in the room were kind of experiencing the same thing you know and I think that's kind of universal we all are sort of experiencing the same things but we usually think we're alone we usually think we're the only ones experiencing that but when you come together and you put yourself in a room and you find a safe place to share then you do realize that you're not alone you do hear the stories of other women and you see them yourself in other women and you realize, wow, I needed to hear that today. I needed to hear her story so that I could feel less alone. Now, the structure of each one of these roadshow events was we basically, we did a lot of, we did some teaching, we did some content delivery but we, we, get, we created space for each woman to go around the room and share a little bit of where she was. We did some hot seat coaching. We did some open brainstorming with each woman. And so she, she had the floor. 
And, you know, you have person number one go first. Well, by the time you get around the room to person number five and person number six, the, the women that were go last, every single time those women would be like, well, I don't even feel like I need to share because everything that you all have shared, I have gotten so much value out of it. Just listening to you share your stories and where you are on your journey, I have gotten what I needed out of it. I've, I've taken the lessons away from the coaching that you have received. And that's because we really are all on the same journey. We really, really are. So my big takeaway, my big takeaway with all of this is for you to think, how can you get in those rooms? Where can you seek a safe environment for you to share openly with other like-minded women who are, you know, maybe you don't think they're on the same journey that you are on, but you're willing to give it a try to see. Where are those rooms for you? Are they locally? Are they virtually? Do you need to get out of your house and, you know, come to an event such as, a, you know, the roadshow event that I led, but do you need to register for some sort of event that's coming up or retreat? There's so many retreats. I mean, people, if you start searching for retreats or maybe people that you follow online or coaches that you've hired in the past, I can almost promise you, you find something pretty quickly where someone is offering an event that you could actually sign up for and just go, <laughs> you know? And I think that we just don't think about this enough. I think we don't put priority on this. And the reason why is because as women and business women, a lot of us are mothers or we're running households or we're holding down the fort in some way. Some of us are caring for elderly parents. Some of us are navigating kids at home. Some of us are have our own personal challenges. We might be also dealing with a the health diagnosis. I mean, there's just many, many, many things going on. And I think that we don't often put ourselves first, even just for a weekend, you know, uh, just to get away for two, three days for a retreat where you could go to someone's event and put yourself in the room with other like-minded people, maybe people who are in the same industry as you, Maybe it's a women's retreat where it's just other women that you may not know a single person there. And what a powerful experience for you to grow personally, to put yourself in a room full of strangers and just to see what might happen. Um, to, stay, to stay by yourself alone in a hotel or, or you know a retreat center and just have a quiet night to yourself. For our road shows, these were just a full day event. They were not retreats. They were just a one day event. Most of the people that came, um, they were within driving distance. There were a couple of people that flew on an airplane, but by and large, most of the people were fairly local or regional. And so they just came to that area for the day and spent the day with us. So they didn't even spend the night away from their home, but they, they gave themselves the entire day to pour into themselves. So it might be a one day event. It might be a weekend retreat. It, it might be a virtual room. I do think 
I think there's so much power in getting off of your computer and getting away from your phone and actually be in real life with someone, you know, to sit down and break bread together. We had, we had a dinner or lunch at every single one of our road shows. So we, we sat down at each of the road show events and we broke bread together and we sat around the table and we had conversation. And I just think you guys, I think we need more of this. I know that I need more of it. It was the number one reason why I wanted to do the road shows to begin with is because I know I need this. And in gathering the women at our road shows, it was reiterated that they need this. And I know that we are a sampling of women like you who also need this. And if you're a man listening, you need this. I encourage my husband all the time. Well, we've, we've been married so long. We've just fallen into a groove. We know like he has his, his ways of, of getting out and plugging into a community that is not his family. You know, it is so important that you plug into communities that are not your immediate best friends. They're not your immediate family. They're not the people you go to church with every Sunday or you are getting together for happy hours every Thursday night or whatever it is. You have to get away. You have to get into different communities and you have to plug in. And so my husband and I both have vehicles where you know, we, we put a priority on that. It's a line item in our budget where we make that something that we save money for and we regularly invest in. And I am just really encouraging you today to think about what would it feel like to get away, to plug into a community of like-minded people and to be able to openly share freely what it is you're struggling with and then have other women pour into you and help you with those struggles, give you ideas, help you with resources, connect you with somebody they know. I mean, there were so many beautiful connections and collaborations and resources shared, and I can help you with that kind of thing happening at our roadshow that I know when you get out of your house and off your computer and off your phone and you go get somewhere that is like a really beautiful location and maybe you can get out in nature, you can take a walk, you can sit down and break bread with other people, you are going to experience expansion. And I believe that's what we all need. We need to be expanded. We don't need to be isolated and we don't need to feel alone. We need to know that we are actually bonded together in community with other people that maybe you don't even know. People who are just like you, traveling a journey, journey similar to yours and in connecting deeper to, to people like that you will get recharged and re-energized to come back home and not only have your cup full, but be prepared and ready and equipped to then go and serve others to the best of your abilities. That might be your clients. It might be your family. It might be your community, whatever it is. I just really, really feel strongly that we need more of that. And that's definitely one of my big takeaways from the road show. And I want to give that to you today to get you thinking. And I hope I will get you, it will really get you thinking about taking action and do some research today. Find an event that you can go to. 
plug into someone else's community, come into our community, into the Light Beamers community and plug in with us. Yes, it's a virtual community, but I can promise you, we will continue to find ways to create opportunities for Light Beamers to gather in person. I don't know exactly what that's going to look like. And I'll, I'll share a little bit more at the end of the episode before I wrap up what I think that's going to look like. But I encourage you to look for a retreat, look for an event, look for a mastermind group, look for a community that you can plug into and you can, you can get out of your daily routine and you can be served by that. Now, the other piece of the story that I want to share with you is what I learned from this experience in terms of setting my own aggressive goal around, oh, I'm going to do six of these in the next six weeks to eight weeks. I mean, looking back, that was a ridiculously aggressive and probably um, not that well thought out goal. I just thought it sounded fun. Like, oh, it'll be fun to go to all these different cities. Oh, it'll be fun to gather six different women in each one of those cities oh it'll be fun to meet with light beamers in person some of which I know I've not ever met before and I'll get the opportunity to meet them in person for the first time and that was that was a beautiful aspect of the road shows is I got to meet so many light beamers in person that I'd never met before other than you know being connected online but the reality is um you I could not hold up that schedule um, and about halfway through my road show journey, well, the first road show on our schedule was in Park City, Utah, which coordinated with a time when my husband and I were actually vacationing in Park City, Utah. And I put that one on my calendar just to kind of toss it out there and say, hey, if there's anybody that's in the vicinity of Park City or you want to come to Park City, obviously we'll do a road show while I'm there. I was going to be there no matter what, because I was on vacation. Um, we did not have a pocket of people in Park City specifically. And, you know, so we, we actually did not, we actually did not have a roadshow sort of make. So that one, that one didn't, didn't take off. There was no roadshow that happened in Park City, Utah, even though it was at the top of our schedule. But the point is, I still traveled. I still went to Park City, Utah. It was actually where I was going to be for, for part of my vacation with my husband. And so I was still on the road. Even though we didn't have a road show there, April was on the road. And then immediately coming off of that, it was a trip to South Carolina, which we did have a road show there. And then I came up packed from South Carolina. I hosted a road show here in Texas um, in the middle of July. So roadshow in Park City was the end of June, which again, there was no roadshow because nobody came, but I was there. I was in Park City at the end of June. Um, by July 10th, I was in South Carolina leading a roadshow there. I flew back home to Texas on July 18th. We had another roadshow here in Texas, which I had to, you know, I planned and had six women at and then by July 30th, I was on the road um, on an airplane to New Jersey for our road show there. So for the whole month of July, I was traveling. And in between all of that, I was also leading a, um, 
a live experience for members of our speakeasy program. So I had four women come to Texas um, and meet me here locally while I spent two days with them while they were giving their talks and we were recording their talks because part of our speakeasy program is you get to come and deliver your talk in person. And I we record it with our video cameras and we produce video reels of those women speaking so that they have speaker marketing assets at the end of the day once they're done with our program. So in the middle of July, I also held a live speakeasy event here in Texas. So to say that July was busy is an understatement. And I'm sure there were some other things thrown in there. My kids were at camp and then they came home and there was just some other life that was mixed in all of that. And so I had two more roadshows planned. One was going to be in Tampa, Florida. The same week that I was going to be in um, New Jersey, I was going to go from New Jersey to Tampa, Florida. And then there was another one planned for Columbus, Ohio in the middle of August. Before I even got on the airplane to New Jersey, I had already postponed the Tampa event because I was already just wiped out. And I just knew there was no way I could fly to New Jersey and then turn around and fly to Tampa, Florida and do two events back to back. I needed to conserve my energy so that I could show up and be the best version of April for the six women that were going to come to that event. So we communicated about that and we made some different plans and we have postponed that for a later date. When I got back from New Jersey, I was staring down the barrel of, you know, two weeks later, turning around and going to fly to Columbus, Ohio. And so I reached out to the women there and have also postponed that event to a later date in September. And my, my point in sharing all of that is because sometimes our best laid plans don't really go as planned. Like I planned on having a roadshow event in Park City, <clears throat> but no one, nobody was booking in for that. And I think a lot of times people are scared to like launch something new because they're so scared people won't show up, you know? Well, what if nobody purchases a ticket or what if nobody, you know, buys into my program or what if nobody purchases my product? If I put it out into the world, what if nobody shows up for it? And I just want you to know that you will not die if that happens. I plan to have a roadshow event in, in Park City, Utah, and nobody came. And guess what? It's okay. It doesn't mean that I'm not good enough. It doesn't mean that, you know, it doesn't mean anything. It just, it, it's okay I'm proud of myself for putting that out there. It was a, an efficient way to try to get a roadshow in because I was already going to be in Park City no matter what. And it's a beautiful area. Um, and I thought, man, if people did want to hop on a plane and come to Park City, I would entertain the heck out of them. You know, we would have a great time. But that did not happen. And it's okay. I almost want to say the words fail. It's okay to fail. Although I don't really look at that as a failure. I just looked at it as information. Oh, okay. I don't really have a pocket of people necessarily up in the Park City area. There are, I think, a, quite a few pockets of people in the Utah area in Light Beamers. I know that they are, but that just wasn't a good time, right? Like people just didn't come. And 
I did not die. Nothing bad happened to me. My business did not evaporate just because I put an event out there or I put myself out there and there was no response. It is okay. And that's why I wanted to share this so openly is to let you know that not all of these roadshow events made, you know, like they didn't take off. Not every single one of them sold out. Um, some of them didn't sell at all, like the Park City, Utah event. Our Columbus, Ohio event was not all the way sold out. I still had tickets available. So, you know, if you're only holding six spots open and you don't have all six spots sold, that's not a lot of tickets sold yet, right? But it's okay. I just want you to know, hear me say that. It is okay. You still need to put yourself out there. You still need to experiment. It's okay to see what you get feedback. You know, you get to learn what are people interested in and what are they not. What I learned through that is I didn't have anyone really coming to me and asking me about the Park City location. You know, I've had a lot of conversations with people around Tampa, obviously the New Jersey, you know, the other locations. So I got a lot of feedback around, oh yeah, there are people in this area who would want to come to an event like this. And so uh, just put yourself out there. You're going to be okay. It's these things you don't have to put the weight of the world into everything that you do. Um, allow yourself to have some fun. I started these roadshows because I just wanted to have some freaking fun this summer, you know, and I didn't want it to, to have a lot of weighty meaning. Um, it wasn't going to break the bank if I, if I didn't have somebody show up or if I didn't book all six tickets and it also didn't mean my whole business was riding on it. You know, like you're allowed to just have some fun and don't give it a lot of meaning. The other thing that I want to share with you is because sometimes we get into having these goals and sometimes you need to pivot. You know, I had a goal. I was going to do six road shows <laughs> in, in eight weeks. And I'm laughing because, you know, looking back, it's like, wow, April, that was a really, that was a crazy goal. Um, and it, and you heard me say, I pivoted in the middle of it. I, I reached out to people and I said, Hey, I am drowning. And I let people know why I was postponing those other two events. I told them I am drowning. I need a break. I'm exhausted. I want to bring my best self to the table when I do the event. And if I came to Tampa <laughs> this week and did this event, I, I could not serve at the highest level. And because I was honest and because I was just open and I was truthful, the women who were expecting me in those cities were so gracious. They were so kind. They understood completely, probably because you all have found yourself in that same boat at some point or another, right? Like we all kind of get ourselves in a pickle sometimes. And I just felt like, oh my gosh, I've gotten myself in a pickle because I'm supposed to go to Columbus, Ohio, and I'm supposed to go to Tampa, Florida. And I've got, I just cannot bring myself to get on one more airplane. And I was honest about that. And I just, I just want you to know that sometimes honesty, well, not sometimes all the time, honesty is the best thing that you can do. Be honest with yourself and be honest with the other people around you. And again, don't be afraid to 
quote, air quote, I'm putting air quotes around this. Don't be afraid to fail. And because you're going to fail forward, you're absolutely going to fail forward 100%. And don't be afraid to pivot. Don't be afraid to change your plans. Don't be afraid to notice where, you know, you might be getting in a, a situation that does not feel full of ease and grace and flow. And if, if, if you're in a place of that, get yourself out of it as fast as possible. Get yourself out of the tizzy, get yourself out of the overwhelm, get yourself out of that state of exhaustion. That is no place to continue to stay and try to serve from. And that is why I wanted to share my story openly with you to let you know, that's exactly what I did. I was definitely headed towards exhaustion and, and a little bit of overwhelm. And I knew I needed a break. I needed to take some time, some downtime. I needed to be home in my own bed. I needed to be with my family. I needed to eat my own food. I needed to drink my, the coffee that I make at my house and not hotel coffee and not airport coffee. I, I needed all of that. I needed to walk down with my dog to the river a few times. I needed my comforts that bring me joy and that bring me rest and restoration. And I am just encouraging you today with this episode to think through all of these different random thoughts that I have um, and see what you need to pick up today. What, what am I putting down today that you need to pick up? What do you need to integrate for yourself? Is it that you need to go to an event? You need to get yourself into a room. You need to put yourself around like-minded people. You need to get yourself out of the state of isolation and look in loneliness. Or do you need to pivot? Do you need a break? Do you need to um, look at your goals and redirect them a little bit? Did you set something that was too aggressive and you kind of created a situation where you were, you were probably setting yourself up to fail? If so, that's okay. Just redirect. It's not the end of the world. You're not going to die. That doesn't mean you yourself are a failure. It, it just means you have information now. You have data that now informs you on how to create a better path forward. And that's exactly the lessons that I've taken away from all of this. So that's what I have for you today. My random thoughts from the road, lessons learned from the road of this summer. And I think they're really, really good lessons. And I'm sitting here this morning, integrating them all over again by speaking them out loud with you. <laughs> so I hope that you are able to integrate them in some way too. And if, if this resonates, I would really love to know, is this one that you needed to hear? And if so, what part of it resonated the most with you? Um, as I said, we are going to continue to find ways to gather, gather small groups of people together. Um, Many of you know that I typically, for the last four years, have run a big event annually called the Storytelling Symposium. And I actually decided this year that I was going to postpone that. I've just kind of suspended it. Um, I'm not planning, actively planning a Storytelling Symposium event right now. That's normally a larger event for a, a, that spans a couple of days and usually has about 50 to 75 women at it. 
And I'm not doing that right now because I'm really invested in these small group ideas. I'm really invested in gathering in small groups. And I'm going to continue to look for ways to do that. I do believe, you know, I will continue these roadshow events, but they're going to be spread out. <laughs> they're not going to be back to back. And so I'll probably will drop a few over the fall. Like I said, we're going to figure out a way to get back to Columbus, Ohio. We're going to figure out a way to get back over to Tampa to complete those events that we had planned. And we may add a city somewhere else. We may do some in the early part of 2024. I may continue to host some here in Texas. Um, I'm actually doing a small gathering today with a group of light beamers here locally in my town that was not advertised. It was a very last minute thing, but I'm looking for ways to do that. And so if you were interested in learning more about our small group gatherings that we will have in person at different places around the country, all you got to do is just shoot me an email, april at lightbeamers.com, or hit me up on a DM somewhere on the social media channels. I'm, you know, you can easily find me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and send me a DM that would let me know that you would want to know information. Also, let me know where you are. Like, you know, do you have a pocket of people that you'd like to get together? And if I can help facilitate that for you through Light Beamers, we could definitely explore that. But that's what we're looking at. That's how I want to integrate um, more of what I've learned from these road shows is that we need to be in community together. We need these small group gatherings. We need these small masterminds where we can talk freely. And I believe it's very energizing. It's energizing for me as even though I, I was tired from all the travel, I was also energized from the experience. And I will continue to find ways here at Light Beamers and for our, our community, for our listeners of the Inside Story podcast, <clears throat> for our clients, for our members of our Visibility Accelerator, all the things, we're going to continue to find ways to bring small groups of women together because I think it's really important. And I do think at some point there will be a virtual option where maybe we do some sort of mini mastermind together. I'm not making any official announcements on that, but it is something that I'm ruminating over where that mastermind group would get together in person, but we might travel like a year together, you know, travel a year span together and we would meet virtually and then have a few times throughout that year where we would gather in person. And I think it would be a maximum number of six women. So yeah, I mean, if you're interested in that, I don't, I don't have that planned yet, but it's something that I'm thinking about. If that's something that you would want and you would be interested in, then let me know. Let me know. Whatever it is that you took away from this episode, I hope it was exactly what you needed to hear today. And I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful that you're here. I'm grateful that you're listening. I'm grateful that you tune into this podcast. I'm grateful that you're a part of our community. Whether I got to meet you in person or not, whether you've attended one of our events or not, whether I even know your name or not, I am grateful for you because you bring energy just by showing up and tuning in to what I have to say. And I appreciate that so, so much. So, um, yeah, I hope that this episode finds you well, and I will be back here next week with another episode, and I'll talk to you soon. Have a good one. 
I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to give it a review and share this broadcast out with your friends and family. Now, did listening to this episode make you think more about your own story? Are you wondering which parts of your own story are relevant to share with others? This is the question I get asked more than any other. How do I share my story? Which parts of my story are worth sharing with other people? How can I make my story relatable so that others can benefit from it? I've taken my simple process that I've used for years as a journalist and broken it down into a three-part storytelling formula that will help you discover the key components of your own story and how to share it. It's a free resource I've created to help you become a light beamer by sharing your story. Simply go to www.lightbeamers.com and click on the big yellow button on the homepage to download your story formula. I'd love to hear your story too. So be sure to join my free community on Facebook, the Light Beamers community, and share your story with me. I can't wait to learn more about you and the story that's inside of you. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when our next broadcast is live. You will want to stay tuned to the stories we are lining up for you next. I promise they are so good. As always, Light Beamers, I'm over here cheering for you. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.